Hello and welcome to Inside Your County Government, a podcast that brings you an inside look at the people and events in and around county government that shape your Charles County. I'm your host, Brent Huber. In this episode, we're going inside the Rural Legacy Project to discover what it is, why it's important, and what it means for Charles County's future. Stay with us. All right, joining me right now are Kathy Thompson and Charles Rice, planners with our Planning and Growth Management Department. Kathy, Charles, welcome. Welcome. We're talking rural legacy here, and what is rural legacy? Rural legacy is a program that was enacted by the Maryland General Assembly back in 1997. It's run out of the Maryland Department of Natural Resources, and it's a grant program where Local governments or land trusts can designate certain areas of a jurisdiction for natural resource protection and preservation through conservation easements. So, so what does that actually mean? It's, so it's a grant program that's put out there by the state, and it allows us to protect land. Correct. So, for example, in Charles County's case, uh, we designated a rural legacy area Back in, I believe, 1998, associated with the Zakaya Watershed and Zakaya Swamp Run. And so there's about 30,000 acres within that area designated for preservation. And essentially, it gives landowners the opportunity to uh, voluntarily participate in land preservation programs and apply to have their properties permanently preserved and, and paid for that. So in that Zakaya area, then... For, for what we already have. There's an area that's designated, and if I have property in that, then I can apply to this program and receive funding back to ensure that my property is not developed. Is that correct? Correct. So, for example, the county applies for rural legacy grant funding uh, from the state through Department of Natural Resources every year that they have an application cycle. And if we're successful in getting a grant award, then property owners would uh, apply to the county or indicate that they're interested, and we would work with them in drafting a conservation easement, coming up with a value of what that is worth, and ultimately protecting the land permanently from development and commercial industrial type uses. So what qualifies a piece of land to be considered, other than being inside the, the region that's designated as rural legacy? We look for uh, certain size properties, for the most part, at least 50 acres, unless it's adjoining properties that are already protected or has some other conservation value. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe smaller properties have some type of historic significance that we would consider. Uh, But the first step is to be within that designated area to be eligible. And what type of historic significance, Kathy, would, would a property have like that? Well, I think it's important to remember that the original designation of the Zakaya watershed, it wasn't an arbitrary designation. That area was identified as being ecologically very significant. It has a lot of natural and scenic, as well as historic and cultural value. So that is really the reason that the original Zakaya watershed was targeted. And so within that area, when property owners approach us and they're interested in preservation, there are a number of criteria that we look at in the office. And maybe, Charles, you would like to describe that a little more. Sure. And it's probably important to note that one of the 
major factors that contributed to the original designation was the historic significance around the Dr. Mud House. And ultimately, the county was able to preserve the hundred and some odd acres of farmland that surround the Dr. Mud House through the Rural Legacy Program. So that was an example of tying historic significance to agricultural value and and other scenic and, and natural resource values. So it's really just a way to ensure that the land stays the way that it is for historic reasons, for agricultural reasons. And it really doesn't really have too much of an impact on the homeowner or the landowner other than they can't develop it. Correct. And there are certain um, development rights that can be retained. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a total exclusion from development. So, for example, a landowner with 100 acres uh, may request to withhold the ability to have two future lots for family, for example. Uh, so it's it's not a total exclusion, but the ultimate goal is to protect the integrity of that overall property for agricultural, forestry, environmental, scenic, cultural, historic resources. Okay. And now what's happening now is that there's actually a project underway to expand the areas defined as rural legacy into what Allen's Fresh and Cobb Neck. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So we're looking at um, expanding the existing rural legacy area uh, south down through the remaining portion of the Zakaya Swamp Run through Allen's Fresh and down through Cobb Neck. And as it's currently planned, it would add an additional 30,000 acres to the rural legacy area, making those properties eligible for the grant funding. Yeah, so anybody that was in this new zone could then come in and apply and get get some, some money for designating that property as rural legacy, right? Correct. What's the motivation behind expanding the uh, rural legacy area? Part of the motivation is the existing uh, rural legacy area has been in place for about 20 years, and it's been uh, very successful. But we have found at this point the property owner interest is waning. We feel as if we've reached most of the property owners who are interested in the program. So um, there is a lot of interest outside of that area, especially in the Allen's Fresh and Cobb Neck region. And so this is a great area to include in an expanded boundary because it's contiguous to mm-hmm. the existing Zakaya uh, watershed, and because there are a lot of property owners interested in land preservation in that area. This expansion, is this strictly county-driven or is this state-driven? It's, at this point, strictly uh, county-driven. Okay. Uh, ultimately, the decision is made by the state to approve a rural legacy area, but it starts here at the local level first. Um, and Kathy makes a good point in that we have historically seen a lot of interest from landowners in the Cobneck Allen's Fresh area in uh, preservation through a lot of our other programs. For example, the Transfer Development Rights Program and the Maryland Agricultural Land Preservation Program. So one of the components that we look at is how interested are landowners in a region for preserving their properties. And since interest is high there, it, it's a logical choice to expand into that area. So what's the process that you were going through right now? Because I know that there's there's some meetings that occur, and there's a Rural Legacy Advisory Board. Is that what it is? 
at, at the state level, there is an advisory board uh, that makes recommendations to the Rural Legacy Board, which are the cabinet members of the of the governor's cabinet. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they make the decision as to what gets approved. And the final approval is with the Maryland Board of Public Works when grant funding is issued. Uh, so it starts here at the local level with our local process. We're going to have a public information meeting and then a couple of public hearings uh, with the planning commission and the county commissioners before we make application to the state. Yeah, but there is a process that's going on right now. There are some meetings that are taking place at the county level. And and I guess what's that process to, to – is that process to define the new boundaries? Is that, is that what it's about? Well, we do have a draft boundary in place, mm-hmm. and uh, but the public meeting is really intended to give – the community an opportunity to come out and um, voice any opinions or ideas that we might have missed. So um, we think we have a good boundary now, but we welcome the public to be a part of the process and take a look and um, let us know what they think. And it's an opportunity for the public to ask questions, make sure they understand what the designation means, and more important, what it does not mean. Uh, We don't want uh, folks out there to have any... um, misunderstandings about what a rural legacy area designation means. So we would encourage them to come out to our public information meeting and and make sure those questions are answered. Yeah, because just for a a regular homeowner in that area, it really doesn't mean anything unless they apply to have it, their property designated rural legacy, and then they receive some funding for that and, and agree not to develop it, right? Correct. And, and so for example, even if you're not a property owner of, large parcels that would be eligible for the program. Let's say you're, you're a residential owner that um, lives in the Cobnick area and you just want to see that area stay pretty much the way it mm-hmm. is in its rural character. You would be one that would want to support the concept of rural legacy to see exactly what that name stands for, uh, uh, the legacy of, of the area to stay in its natural rural state for agricultural uses essentially. What are some of the areas that are protected and some of the things that are protected in the uh, the current Zakiah Run uh, Rural Legacy Area? Well, one of the wonderful things about the Zakiah Watershed Program is that it not only preserves um, land, it also preserves landscapes that are very rich with historic significance and historic sites. And I think Charles mentioned the Dr. Mud House. It's one of the properties that's been protected and the landscape surrounding the home has been protected through this program. The area also includes a few other National Register properties and other properties that are identified. They're not listed on the National Register, but they're certainly eligible. It includes the Bryantown National Historic District, protects some of the land surrounding that. Our new area, the proposed expansion area, is also very rich in agricultural landscapes, scenic and historic um, significance. There are um, three existing National Register properties in the proposed expansion area. There are over 75 additional sites listed on the Maryland Inventory of Historic Properties, some of those the criteria for the National Register as well, and there are over 100 archaeological sites that we know of that are documented. So again, I think the existing rural legacy area is so rich in historic and cultural resources as well as scenic value and ecological value, and this proposed area is equally 
as rich in those resources as well. So a benefit to everyone. A benefit to everyone. What, is, what does all this mean for, for Charles County and its future and, and, and for its residents? So, you know, right now the state has uh, quite a bit of funding available for land preservation programs in general. And the county is positioned very well right now to apply for additional rural legacy funding if this expansion is approved. And there is a significant amount of funding involved. When you look back at the history of the program as it exists today, uh, the county's received 19 grant awards over this past 20 years. And those grant awards have been worth $18.5 million. And that that really is significant funding uh, for a relatively small uh, area and jurisdiction. And with that funding, we've been able to preserve uh, almost 4,500 acres. So it is significant, and we want to continue with that success, make sure that we're in a position to apply for this grant funding while it's available. So so this program, is it's really... It's really a good tool for the county, for, for residents to keep things rural, to keep that legacy, to keep development kind of out of these boxes and more in the boxes where, where we want it. Correct. And when you look at the county's comprehensive plan, it includes uh, priority preservation areas, and this area falls directly within uh, those priority preservation areas. So it, it is in with keeping... Uh, with the county's long-term goals. And the landowner ends up making a little bit of money. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's a great way to get equity out of a property and and keep it uh, in private ownership and in a natural state. Awesome. Yeah, I would say we are very fortunate in Maryland and in Charles County in particular to have such a robust land preservation program and to have the opportunity to really work with private property owners to preserve land and to compensate them for those conservation easements. And so expanding the existing Zakaya Watershed Rural Legacy Area not only provides more funding opportunities for property owners in Cobb Neck and Allen's Fresh, it also allow some of the other land preservation programs to be applied elsewhere in the county. So in many ways, it strengthens the overall uh, countywide preservation program. Oh, that's awesome. Charles, Kathy, thank you so much. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can find more great podcasts online at charlescountymd.gov slash podcast. Like this episode, then head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We can be found under Charles County Government.